Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years. Yeah. And every single week, we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week (laughs) without fail. We never, ever miss a week. Feels like longer, but it's only been a week. Yeah, it's only been seven days. Seven Here days uh, that we have since we've spoken last, and yet so much has happened, Mike Lawson. It's it's, it's alarming. Uh, okay. I, so much has happened in your life. So much has happened in my. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. You know what I've just realized? Based on the math that I know, I think after March of this year, it'll be over twenty years that we've known each other. Really. Hmm. Well, I'll have to update my script. Yeah. Because you know I pull up a script every time. Yeah, I know. I well, yeah. No, I. you don't tell me twice. And in fact, people don't know this. You reading the script is a new thing. People didn't know for the longest time. We didn't talk about it because the person shot. Steve would hold cue cards. Yeah. <laughs> off to the side of the computer. Uh-huh. And you would read them. Every time I would go, Mike, wouldn't it be easier just to memorize it, to make Steve go all the way to your house and hold yeah. it? And you know what's funny? You made him write the cards out every time. And it, it was like, well, you say the same thing. Why are you making Steve write out these cards? Anyway, Mike Lawson, uh, what have you been up to? And before you say nothing. Nothing. I want you to know I've had a guest in from out of the country, Carlo. And he had some very good questions about you. And I want you to like, what is going on? He, he was curious. What is going on with the guy that you've been on a few dates with who likes Fleetwood Mac? Well, okay. So what's been going on? So I went and saw my parents. That's a big thing. Wait a minute. Thing, yeah, yeah. That is a big thing. How are we not talking about that? Yeah. It was really uneventful in the best way possible. I was there for five days. Mm-hmm. It was quick. We did some things. And then I came home. Wait, I did what, wait, find wait, out, wait, wait, wait. What did you do? Like, we went painting. Oh, we went into Oregon Stop Pizza. No, yes! Miss, yeah. I need to go there. Yeah, yeah. Did you think of me when you were there? <laughs> yeah, totally. In fact, my sister even said, because it was at my suggestion. Uh-huh. And she's like, are we just doing this so you could tell Joe you did this? <laughs> yes. In, I mean, a percentage of it, but also like... Well, explain to everybody what Oregon Stop Pizza That's from the early days of the show, what Oregon Stop Pizza is. It's just a weird pizza place where the food is just slightly better than the roller skate rink snack bar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good food. Yeah. And a man emerges from the floor, <laughs> and he's playing the organ, <laughs> and he takes requests... Uh-huh. And he did some medleys, and mm-hmm. it was weird. Mm-hmm. How long um, is the show? Like, how long is each, is each show? Well, he plays for the, I think it's like the first 30 minutes of every hour. Mm-hmm. So he plays 30, takes 30 off. Mm-hmm. So 
you get your food. We sat there. We saw him play twice, and then we left. So we were there like an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, uh, it's so funny that you say that. I'm, I guess I'll be weaving into these Carlo stories here and there. He and I were at Disneyland over the uh, Tuesday. Oh my god, I can't believe the day time has flown. We were at Disneyland on Tuesday, and we he, Carlo really wanted to watch the parade. Okay, and we watched the parade, and what a float had both Goofy and Pluto on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I go, Mike Lawson was one of them. Yeah. Which one were you? I was Goofy. I did Goofy, Tigger. I did, I mean, some other things. The genie from Aladdin. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Geppetto from Pinocchio. Foul yeah. Fellow from Pinocchio. Just a few. Yeah. Queen of Hearts. And, uh, oh, you were? Yeah. And uh, he was. he said, I never knew this. And I was like, you know, we haven't really talked about it that much on the show. Yeah, it's a weird, they kind of like train you and like you're not, you don't even like say that that's what your job is when you work there. Mm-hmm. Like we're on, if you're on a shuttle to with just employees, mm-hmm. you kind of don't even talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, no, I know really what you mean. Weird. There's a weird it's language weird. people don't understand about Disneyland too, because I went to go see Little Shop of Horrors at the Pasadena Playhouse. Yeah. And in the character, in the actor bios, uh, a girl had in there, uh... Uh, that she was friends with Pocahontas. Oh, uh-huh. And I showed it to Aiden. He goes, wait, what does that mean? She's friends with Pocahontas. And I was like, oh, like, oh, that's Disney talk that she played Pocahontas at yeah. Disneyland. How how old was she? Does it, do you think she was currently a Pocahontas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could totally be currently be a Pocahontas. Oh, okay. She's like about 19 or 20. Something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of the, um, one of the little chorus girls in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, the Ronettes, Ets, yeah, something Ets, Specterettes. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, anyway, so, but anyway, so, but yeah, and Mike Lawson. When I met Mike Lawson almost twenty years ago, over fifteen years ago, he was a character at Disneyland and was dating another character at Disneyland. Yeah, I, did, I mean, it was. I think it was really a good place to kind of be a gay boy because mm-hmm. it everyone was just gay. You know, mm-hmm. so I got a lot of kind of gay exposure there. Mm-hmm. Um, became became my, became myself. Were you ever in the parade? Because another parade is a whole different department. Yeah, it's completely different. In fact, if what was cool about parades was is getting into weird Disney stuff, but like if I was a character that happened to be in a parade, which a lot of times like a goofy was. Mm-hmm. Then I got to take a longer break because you couldn't be seen next to the parade and then go take a break and then you're in the parade route yeah. suddenly. Mm-hmm. So they would give you a nice little break. The end. Uh, it's so funny because everyone should know as well. We're just Disney talk here. Um, when you're a character, you also have a character host with you. It's a it's a it's a Disney employee who is in like clothes that may be part of the land, but isn't isn't in a costume or anything. Right, not a like a character. Yeah, not like a character. And we wouldn't always have them. Oh, but... you didn't? No, not always. Sometimes it would be like there would be one in kind of like an area, and mm-hmm. they would kind of be watching over three or four of us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we wouldn't have them at all, depending mm-hmm. on like the time and what character you are. But yeah. Um. And anyway, so I was in Galaxy's Edge with Carlo, and right behind where we were, Chewbacca came out with his host. Yeah. 
But the host was also in character in that they were there were some stormtroopers walking around in Galaxy's Edge, and mm-hmm. Chewbacca was like hiding, and like the host was hiding. I'm like, why is the host hiding? With her walkie-talkie, you know? And I was just like, this makes and no sense. And her name sense. tag saying yeah. she was born in, like, Buena Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> At one point, too, Kylo Ren with some stormtroopers walk through. And it's just so funny. And yet, I don't know, I had this weird emotion when I was watching it. But, like, he's walking through and he goes up to a little boy, probably about 10. And he's like... Have you seen the Wookiee? And the little kid, you can tell, has been preparing for this moment his whole life. And he's, like, scared and shaking. And he's like, I'm not scared of you. And he's like, you better be scared of me. Now, where is the Wookiee? I won't tell you. They'll defeat you. And he and I'm like, this, you know, to this kid, it's like, he's really telling Kylo Ren, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the real Kylo Ren would just take a lightsaber and just fucking shoot, chop him in half. Welcome. Anyway, so you so you go to your family, go to Organ Stop Pizza. You're there for an hour and a half. Yeah, so we did that. We went to this like painting thing. You know where they do like painting and wine. Um, oh yeah. My sister uh-huh. likes those, and mm-hmm. my mom enjoys them. So yeah. we went to that. Just kind of hung around, played a lot of cards, ate a lot of food. Is it weird that your sister has an adult son? It's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's kind of like he's like a brother. Like we grew up. He was twelve when he was when I was born. He was twelve was when 12. you were born. Shit, you're, you're, yeah. your sister got early. I was twelve when he was born, so it's like we grew up together. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's not that weird. Is it weird that I would consider it a victory if I dated someone only twelve years younger than me? Twelve. So that's too young for me. Oh no! I I want to date someone twelve years younger than me. I think I'm. My window's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> It'd be seven days. Like, ugh, we're more than a week yeah. apart. <laughs> Never mind. Pisces only, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what? So what? So you saw your family, and which it, it, was kind of uneventful. How, um, how long did it take before you got sick of them? <sighs> now you remember your sister listens. She doesn't, by the way. We oh. had a convers- small conversation about that, and she her words were she feels that the paywall kind of is like a sign for her to kind of let this be its own thing and not – she enjoys – she said specifically she was going to miss Joe's stories, but she too, – too many times recently she heard me say stuff like, well, my sister is listening or something like that. So she's like cool just not listening anymore. You know what that means to me. I need the, to make a private feed and just only send it to your sister. <laughs> of just your voice? No, no. Oh, should be funny? <laughs> only your stories. Of you saying, thank God my sister's not hearing this. She listens to your public RuPaul Drag Race recap, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she'll get you just, you know, in, in a different, more public form, which I think is a very healthy thing. But anyway, I had a great time. Everything was fine. You asked me a question, but, oh, I got sick of them. I did. Uh, but they were sick of me too. Mm-hmm. It's it's family, man. Like we just, I love them, but I also like. I think when I see certain things, I'm like, "Fuck, why?" That's so annoying, and it's like something I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the mirror is just as awful as like, yeah, you know, seeing what what they become. My mom, though, mm-hmm. I don't know how deep we want to get into this, but her I want to kill her. Joe, you want to kill your mom, Joe? My mom. You know QAnon? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Joe, 
My mother listens to a podcast. She gets all her news from a QAnon. Okay, for, for everyone listening who doesn't know what Mike's talking about, there is a nut job, I'm sorry, conspiracy that believes that there is an inside person in the government <clears throat> named Q. Yeah. Who goes by Q, who basically says that everything Trump does is because he's actually waging war on the pedophiles and cleaning out the mess in in in, in Washington, and that there's a he sends secret, and that Trump is basically second sending secret messages uh, that that that, and actually, what's so funny in a in a wag the dog kind of way, the Trump administration knows this, and they yeah I think do sort of wink at the Q and they yes. play into it. Yeah, so my mom kind of. The way she describes it is like she knows it's kind of nuts, but like there's a lot of valid stuff that so she is mm-hmm. smart enough to kind of filter it, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I do not trust. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. She also I'm like, Mom, how much money are you giving to them? <gasps> Thinking she right. I, I just was kind of like guessing. And she's like, nothing. No, no, no. It's not like that. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about cults and how I thought this was very it's kind of a, like a cult. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, later in the conversation, she start started telling me about these like Tupperware things that she bought, and uh, when I was the, asking through the QAnon uh, podcast, well, I was asking about them, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Well, I heard about it because there's a commercial on the QAnon, mm-hmm. or she it's called like Q News or something uh-huh. that she, she listens to." Yeah, um, it just it really kind of hurt me on the inside. Like, ugh, she's so far gone, and she her big thing was like. You can't get real news on network mainstream media anymore. It's all insider fake kind of like propaganda. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did you even know this like uh, protest is happening in Hong Kong? I'm like, yeah, I fucking heard about it on the news. Like, yes, I do know about it. And it's just really kind of uh, hard to kind of, you know, just be around. Mm-hmm. My dad has a Trump sticker on his car that's Ugh. like pretty awful too i'm I so you blessed a picture i'm so blessed <laughs> it's just so, i don't know so, that's just the hard part and yeah i went into it thinking like no politics yeah i'm just gonna not even go there yeah but it's like hey mom how you doing first mm-hmm. thing and she's like well i just went on medicare i was like fuck <laughs> fuck like it's everything just kind of goes there uh-huh. you know so and she doesn't see the connection that she's on medicare and that you know, well, she thinks it's the most complicated ripoff scam of a system, mm-hmm. even though she did also have a lot of nice things to say about it, but she wouldn't connect that. Mm-hmm. But she feels like there's no way she was like, oh, yeah, let's put us all on this system and see how we can afford that. That's that was kind of her backhanded conversation. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this weather's great, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm sorry how to deal with that. Where does your sister fall? Your poor sister. Where does she fall in all yeah. this? She does. She does a lot of the don't talk about politics stuff. But she's gotten into a, f- a few like pretty heated conversations with my dad, um, and he kind of basically just starts saying like, "Well, if you believe that, you're stupid." Oh god. And so then she kind of shuts down, and they don't talk for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it never gets heated like that with me because I kind of just don't participate in it. Hmm. So, and I'm a guest, so I still they. I think that they're a little extra kind to me because I'm only mm-hmm. there for a few days. Where does your nephew phone all this? 
he's pretty progressive. He has a few, I mean, there's like a weird Arizona progressive type mm-hmm. where I don't know his, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of like making this up, but I like, they are weird about like the second amendment and guns, mm-hmm. but then they're also like very like pro gay. Yeah. You know, like very socially kind of like progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And I, he kind of falls into that. Oh, I okay. believe we don't talk much, but he challenges my mom. Actually, they'll have like some conversations where he'll kind of challenge her a bit. But yeah, I'm happy to be home. <laughs> when did you get home? Um, a Monday night. Have they seen you since you lost all this weight and got all ripped and grinder ready? Well, last year I was uh, losing weight already. I start. It's been almost two years since I started losing weight. Oh, okay. So last year I was. About the same size, maybe even a little bit smaller, because I kind of yo-yo, you know. Now I have a question, and it's it's a question I have. A, I have a serious. It's a serious question, and it's going to sound like it's a joke question, but it's not a joke question. Okay, I'll start on the non-jokey end and go to the jokey side, because you know when I met like Mike, like when I met like Mawson. He, um, I would say, was very lumberjacky. Was sort of like Chris Pratt, Parks and Rec. Okay. Okay. And now you are a lot thinner. You know, you've gone up and down the way a little bit, but you're on the thinner side. You know, are you as thin as you were when you when I saw you at Pride Forty Eight? I don't remember. Anyway, maybe. Yeah. About. Here's my question: Did you notice that your shoe sizes changed or anything like that? <laughs> no. Oh, so like it, your shoot, your feet didn't get thinner or wider or anything like that. No, we've had this conversation before. My dick size is the same too, so that's all. I don't uh, ask you what's about up your with shoes. you? I don't. I don't. Why did you go to your dick? It's weird. What's up with you, Joey? Well, uh, Carlo's in town. My friend Carlo from Germany. Yeah, he's in town. I'm going to tell you something. I know Carlo listens to this show. He's a big fan of the show. This has nothing to do with Carlo personally. I am never going to host anybody on like a Southern California tour again. It has nothing to do with Carlo. It has to do with just the process of taking somebody around is exhausting. I am exhausted. In the words of uh, Lethal Weapon, Danny Glover, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Like, and how yeah. old is Carlo? 23 he's young and he wants to see everything everything yeah yeah and i'm just like oh god but we could just sit at a starbucks for four hours yeah 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 exactly (laughs) don't you just want to sit here and like admire just disneyland and the people watching he's like no i'm like oh so anyway uh but okay do you remember what we talked about on the i I think it's episode zero of catching up like the very first episode (laughs) No, I think it's I episode zero. We have bigger catching up fans than I am here, and, and maybe episode one or zero. I can't remember which one it is. But I spent the night at Chris and Mercedes' house. This is you know seven years ago almost. On the third floor of their house, and I clogged up their toilet, and I didn't know you could turn the water off on a toilet. I mean, do you remember this? And then the toilet overflowed, and the poo water rained down on the children in the house and everything. Yeah. Okay. 
So now Carlo is staying like downstairs, and I'm staying on the third floor of the house. All right. And this is the first night. This is Friday night. And I'm exhausted. Right? Exhausted. I We've been running around everywhere. Okay? By this point. And I'm, my muscles hurt. My bones hurt. My soul hurts. Everything hurts. Yeah. And I'm like, well, and Mike Lawson, you know how horrible it is for me to talk about this. Right? Yeah. I go, well, you know, I have to poop. I'm going to go poop. But ever since, seven years ago, I'm so super self-conscious about this toilet. So every time I poop anything, I'll immediately flush. Okay. So I'm doing that. And then I'm done, you know, and I wipe and do my business. And I go to flush. And instead of the water going down. Oh, no. It starts creeping up. Okay. And I'm like, abort, oh, abort. Oh, yeah, I did. And I would rush and I turn the knob and make sure the water stopped. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't even, I didn't even do anything. How is this plugged up? Right now, now I'm panicking. Right. I, mean, I don't know what to do, but at least I go, at least it didn't overflow and go into the toilet. Right. So then I go, I'll just, I'll go to bed and I'll just deal with it in the morning. Right. Yeah. So I go to bed and now I can't sleep. Okay. Sleepless, Mike Lawson. Sleepless. I can't sleep. And I'm be- when I went to bed, I was literally couldn't keep my eyes open. Now I can't close my eyes. And my heart is racing and I'm sweating and I'm like, oh my God, here we are again in this back where we were before. And I start Googling because now and then now I'm on the third floor. All the kids are asleep. They got a dog, and anytime you move, the dog starts barking. And I so I'm like uh, frozen. Okay, so I'm like, what do I do now? Right, I can't sneak out. So I start Googling and I see. I think you take all your money and you move to Mexico or burn the house down, and kill everybody. I know. So um, I Google no plunger clogged toilet. Okay. <laughs> Image search. <laughs> <laughs> so I Google it, and then it's like, uh, this is what you do. It sounds crazy. They're like, get very hot but not boiling hot water, one gallon, <laughs> and shampoo. Pour the shampoo, uh-huh. let it sit for like five minutes, and then pour a gallon of very boiling, very hot but not boiling hot water. So now I go into my travel case. I have all those miniature shampoos. And I just pour the shampoo just down the the, the toilet and, and everything, right? And then I'm like, well, where am I? There's no containers, no vessel for me to move the hot water from the bathtub into the toilet. Okay? So I'm like, ugh, I can't do this. Well, I'll just pour the shampoo. Because they even said, like, the longer the shampoo sits, the more likely it'll break down whatever it is that's clogging up the toilet. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And this is also Chris's office. And he's going to come upstairs tomorrow. And it's going to smell like poo. And it's clogged toilet. And I'm going to go with a pig. Joe in with the clogged toilet. So I can't sleep. Mike lost this. What I eventually did, because my mind was racing and obsessing on this. Okay. Yeah, they took my iPhone app, okay, the Notes app, all right, and I um, wrote a note to myself. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. The title was, There's Nothing to Worry About, all right? 
And I write, everything will be okay. There's nothing to worry about. Nothing bad has happened. Everything will be okay. Here's what's going to happen tomorrow. You're going to wake up. The toilet will either flush and everything goes down and you're in the clear. Or it is clogged and you stop the water and nothing ever flows. Then you go downstairs and look for a plunger. If you can't find one, then you go buy one. Then you remove the clog and everything is all good. The horrible thing last time was the water overflowed and ran downstairs. That will not happen again. You're totally fine. Yes. I type that and then also take a Xanax. Okay. Okay, which I do have on me. I <laughs> will say, yeah. I think one was more responsible than the other. I don't know. I'm okay. not going to say which one I think. And I fall asleep, right? But then I wake up right at 7 a.m. Because the thing about Malibu is they don't have 24-hour CVSs. It's open till 7. 7 a.m. and I hear the kids getting ready for school. Screaming in horror. Screaming in horror. No, they don't know anything yet, right? <laughs> and I just go like, oh, and I just run downstairs. And I okay. leave. Don't even say hi or bye to anybody. No one sees me. I'm like a fat ninja, okay, running through the house. Take off, and I go to CVS, and I buy a plunger. You didn't look around to see if they had No, no, didn't want to deal with that. I just want to get on deal with this, right? Go to CVS, buy a plunger, and I race back. And Oh, I also took my backpack with me wisely, and I stuffed the plunger in my backpack. And Mercedes goes, oh, hi, Joe. And I go, oh, hi. And then I just like walk right upstairs. Went... And thing just right yeah. problem solved then i rinse the plunger and i hide it and uh problem solved but my gloss and that it happened again seven years later the same thing almost to the day seven years because it was in january of of 2013 that this happened is it your poop no, I think it. I think this is. I actually came up with a solution. <laughs> I actually think too. When it happened seven years ago, the plumber told Mercedes this. The, the toilets on the third floor, but the plumbing wasn't designed for a third floor. The third floor was added on later, so that the water pressure up there is not very good. So it can't re- really handle anything. Your your monster poops. I can't handle my giant python poops. So uh, I was gonna keep that for later, and, and just I, I'm just gonna. But the point is, if I ever stay on the third floor, I'm always taking this plunger with me, 100 percent of the time. I'm just gonna march in with a plunger and just have it there just in case, because I can't have another one of those sleepless nights. All right. Yeah. Another story I wanted to. So everything's been fine with Carl. We're having a great time. I will say there Good. is a little I'm bit. Forward to meeting him. Yeah. You go, oh yeah. Everyone. Mike Lawson's gonna meet him on Saturday. And we're gonna. That's one of the reasons why we're doing this episode, Mike Lawson, before we meet up. We we're gonna do a live show is I want to get the word out. Mike Lawson and I, we are going to be... That's, and so this is actually going to come out earlier than usual, too. It's going to come out pretty much as soon as we record this. Um, Mike Lawson, Joe Batant's live personal appearance around 5.30 p.m. at... What's the name of the restaurant again, Mike Lawson? Hazel on Market. Hazel on Market. Okay, if you want... I already know of at least... One, no, two people who are going to, have you heard about anyone going, Mike Lawson? Nobody. Well, I know, uh, I know Tim from Alaska and his husband are going. Oh, right. He, well, they, did he say maybe? He told me. He was like, I haven't asked my husband yet. Oh, but. really? He told me he was going. Now, everybody, it's Hazel Southern Bar and Kitchen. It's located at 1446 Market Street, San Francisco. We'll be there at 530, and then we're going to leave around 645 or 630, right? 630 to get to, we're going to go see Hamilton. But we'll be there for an hour. Say, and I'm going to tell you something, Mike Lawson. I've already put in my trunk. It's already there. All right. 
the catching up coasters, Hello Ugly's buttons, all this, all the merch that I have left over, I'm bringing with me. So if you go to this event, you're going to get, by the way, Mike, let me know this. The Hello Ugly's button is the most sought after piece of merch because I bought all these buttons, these Fakakta buttons. And then when I went to go mail them, the post office was like, you can't mail this. It'll cost you a fortune. And I was like, oh, never mind. So I have these Hello Uglies buttons. No one's been able to get their hands on these buttons. I have cool. them. They'll be with us there. So anyway, once again, that's why we're releasing this early. Joe Batan carry those all day. Just for an hour or two. Okay. Joe Batant, Mike Lawson, Hazel, Southern Kitchen. I gave the and address. Carlo. Carlo will be there. Carlo. Oh, here's the other. So here's another story. I'll I'll dole out the stories. So um. Yesterday on the way to Palm Springs, we went to Palm Springs. Uh, I wanted to stop by my parents' house, but I didn't want my parents to meet him, right? My parents were very offended by this, by the way. They're like, oh, why can't we meet him? Was that insulting to both me and us and Carlo? And I'm like, wait, what is the reason? They're judgy people. Okay. Okay. And you know they're going to say something about him killing the Jews or something. They'll say something inappropriate, right? Did you have, did your grandparents kill any Jews? You know, it'll be something like that. Anyway, so there's a coffee bean and a Sprouts and all this by my parents. I was like, oh, listen, I'm going to be right back. Go to Sprouts, buy some snacks for Palm's way to Palm Springs, and then meet me at coffee. He has to go to coffee because his phone doesn't work here. So he wanted to use the Wi-Fi at Coffee Bean. And I go, just let me know when you're ready. Uh, finally, I get a text message from him. Like, I'm ready. I'm at Coffee Bean. I go, I'll be there in five. And I really did. I jumped in the car. Drove over there, there in five minutes. How long does it take for me to get to the coffee bean, right? <clears throat> so I drive to the coffee bean, and I'm pe- driving by like a mom at a school, picking up a kid at school. And I peer in the window, and Carlos just yucking it up with some Chinese guy. And I go, what the fuck is this shit, right? <clears throat> and then Carlos says goodbye. Skips over to the car. And I go, what was that all about? And he goes, what? I go, you're talking to this Chinese guy. And he goes, oh, that. He goes, you know that thing when you go in somewhere and some guy hits on you? And I go, what? Now, Mike Lawson, do you know this thing he's talking about? <laughs> well, no, but keep talking. What do you mean? Okay, he just so he was getting he, hit he on tell, by someone? Yeah, oh, yeah. He tells me what happened. I think I've met people like this before. Because Carlo is very attractive, right? Yeah. So, is I've been he to- like obviously yay oh yeah yeah you know what i told him this to his face first of yeah. all he's european right yeah and then he's gay on top of that mike lesson he wears like okay these little you know tennis shoes with no socks then he wears like these billowy flowy blousey pants that he has cuffed at his ankle mm-hmm. and then like a striped sweater you know and, and, and a, a one earring yeah oh and he wears makeup yeah okay so, yes, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't try and hide it. He's not embarrassed about it. That's what it is. He's a big gay lord, right? Gay lord. <laughs> Fourth grade, the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he goes, so he tells me what happens. He walks in, and he orders his coffee, and then he wants to use the restroom. So, the woman's like, oh, it's right there. And he goes, okay. And he turns, and the Chinese guy is just staring at him. So Carlos like, oh, okay. So he goes to the bathroom. When he comes out, the Chinese guy's still staring at him. 
Okay. And the Carla goes, hi. And he goes, hey there. And then Carlos just goes and gets his coffee. And then they, because he goes, oh, this guy, he's into me. So he takes his coffee and goes like the furthest away from this guy possible. Right? Now, this is the weirdest part to me. The guy goes, just, he just walks straight up to Carlo. And he goes, you want an orange? <laughs> and he gives Carlo, I, think- I have a bag of oranges here. Take an orange. Depending on the available seating, I feel like him sitting far away is a very clear sign that he doesn't want to engage. There's nobody else in this coffee bean. Okay. Yeah. So then, and then this is the weirdest part to me too, is that the guy goes, want an orange? And Carlos' response is, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> and then the guy says, oh, well, I appreciate it. This yeah. Is, how- is he allergic to citrus? Yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. If it were me and I did that, which I would never do that, I would be like, yeah. okay, queen, I never, even if I was hitting on him, I would lie. And I would yeah. say, who said I was hitting on you, fool of yourself, you know? Yeah. This guy goes, this is how bold gay guys are. You know, I like that about you. You're honest. <laughs> like, what? And then sits down and starts to ca- talk to Carl. And, like, and Carl yeah. goes, what are you doing here? And then Carl starts yupping, yucking it up with him, right? And he's yeah. like... Um, I'm here visiting from Germany, and he goes, I'm going to give you some inside tips of where to go in L.A. And Carl's like, oh, yeah, tell me. I'll tell my friend. And he goes, okay. Griffith Observatory, Venice Beach. <laughs> I went, what? He calls him like, Car- well, Carlo, uh, Carlo did go to Venice Beach. We didn't have time for Griffith Observatory, but he did get something similar. I'm not going to bore everyone with the details. We went to <laughs> Greg's observatory. I don't know. So anyway, uh, I go, Carla, let's think if I go to New York, I'm going to give you some inside tips. Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty. Right. And we go, okay, well, all right. And then um, Carla said, like, when I pulled up, he goes, okay, I got to go. My friend's here. And he got up and he could see the guy was, like, taking out his phone. Mm. And so my question is, what did this guy think was going to happen? Give me your number. Carla already said he had a boyfriend, and I said, well, was the guy attractive? I could, only see, I could only make out that he was an Asian guy. And Carla said, no, he wasn't even very attractive. It's and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I go, that's why I go, them, this must work for them. I don't know if it ever does. I feel, this is, I don't want to be super judgmental, but there's like a type of person on like Grinder that's like, they send her like a really nasty picture and they're like, hey, you up for, I don't know, like fisting or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like really it's a lot. And it's like they just pour it on. And I don't know if it ever works. So then why do they do it? I don't know. Could it be that he just feels like this is the I don't know. This is judgy, too. But like that, I'm just going to. I mean. If you're gonna strike out, at least you gotta like swing. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you don't take a swing ever, you certainly won't hit the ball. You know. I agree, but I don't know. I just think that if I kept doing it and it never worked, yeah, maybe it does work. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I could see maybe like um, it. it it, somebody being like, well, I'm just going to go get my dick sucked. 
You know what? what? You know what? You're right. Remember when? Remember when the mentally challenged person was straight up like, "I will go to the parking lot and I will suck your dicks." That didn't happen. My closet. We were there. We talking about. We told the story in the show. You remember it wrong. Okay, what happened? You remember it incorrectly, but what? 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 What what is wrong about it? He was like sucking French fries. That's all that happened. No, no, no. He did. He walked over and he talked to us. And he go and he said, "Are you guys gay?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "If you w- go to the parking lot and I'll suck your dick." And we, we, you, cut, you were like, "No, we're not I remember interested." It differently. I remember it completely. And then that's when he told us he worked at Walmart. And I, Mike Lawson, why would I make that part up? This is the part that's embarrassing to me. Is I told you, I go, that's I'm kind of tempted to go back to Walmart and get my dick sucked. I. I understand. I just don't remember that part of it. I don't know. Maybe I. I do. I was like stupid. Mike Lawson cock blocking me. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's going to, to Mile Square Park and having five sums. It was a threesome, and it wasn't Mile Square Park. <laughs> what park was it? I don't know. It was like a half step down from Mile were you, Square. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, were you ever afraid someone would catch you? Um, like the way the park was situated, if somebody walked up or drove up, we would have like plenty of notice, you oh, know? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. we were good. Like we were kind of in a darker area and we could see mm-hmm. all the entry points. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know your threesomes in the park. <laughs> um, so, do you have any news stories, Mike Lawson? Breaking news. Wait, hold Joe. on, hold on. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. What do you got for us, Mike Lawson? Breaking news, Joe. Mike Lawson brought no news stories to this episode. Oh, my Um, gosh. I don't have really anything else. I did want to tell you, so I did go out on one more date with the kind of boring guy. Remember I was about to go out? The boring guy is the older person that was too out of your league and he liked Fleetwood Mac, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, he, I, I am, I've received kind of confirmation. He digs me and he's really handsome. I think that we're going to go out a few more times, but he's pretty boring. Have you seen his penis yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Has he seen yours? No. Wait, okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Have penises been felt? No, so... He hasn't seen my penis. He, but he like grabbed my dick <gasps> in my jeans once. Why? <laughs> Apropos of what? Well, we were, we like made out. Oh, and, okay. Like, it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> when guys, because I, I doubt you go, I have a big dick. So when guys feel your through your jeans and they feel you have a big dick, do they jump back? Are they scared? What no. happens? <laughs> You're dumb. Nothing like that. So we hung out once. Um, there's that therapist guy I'm hanging out with. Oh, and you like him. Yeah, I dig him. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think the the worst part about the therapist, and I don't know anything. I don't know that much about this guy. Yeah. Is that you like him in a way that you're afraid, you don't want to be in another relationship, and that you're afraid you're going to tumble into another relationship. Yeah, I think the challenge with the therapist dude actually is I, I'm walking dangerously close to him saying, like, hey, maybe we should just, like, be exclusive. Do you know you what I mean? Wanna, like, I don't you want to say this. Point. What? You want to say this. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, 
I'm we're walking dangerously close to him saying it. So oh, I'm kind oh, of oh, like oh. trying to like, you know, play it safely. Have you seen and, his penis? Oh yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Um we had sex last night. <laughs> oh really? We Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and then there's another dude who's a spin instructor that I've been kind of getting intimate with who uh, wait, 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 before we go to me, spin, wait, before we go to spin instructor has he ever had you come on a black piece of paper the therapist and then he tries to interpret what yes. the that the cum stain means yeah and he talks about my mother a lot yeah. okay go yeah. ahead um the spin Q-Anon. instructor just told me he has um gonorrhea oh so, really and so you're yeah. like i'm gonorrhea <laughs> <laughs> No, so we're not going to be doing sex stuff very much, but we are going out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really nice, and I think I want to be his dog sitter. He goes out of town a lot. <laughs> okay. And I want to do that. <laughs> Why? Because I like his dogs a lot, I, almost more than him. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. Oh. Does he live um, in a so sweet place? Say that again? Does he live in a pretty sweet place? He, yeah, actually, a really nice place. So he does. He's a spin instructor, but he does personal training too. Mm-hmm. So he has like a loft where like his whole downstairs is like a gym. Mm-hmm. So he lives Whoa. in his gym, mm-hmm. which I think would probably get a little bit weird. But well, don't you think your house would always just smell like sweat? Yeah, he has like air purifier things. I thought the same thing, um, but he's very defense. You can't talk about that. He gets very defensive about it. He does. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just brought it up like, oh, if like I come over right after a client, it's going to be like hot and muggy in here. And he's like, no, look at all these air purifying things that I have. And like, yeah, he was very, very defensive about it. Oh, so weird. I won't bring that up again. Um, He kind of has a, a weird personality. It's, cha- it's yeah, it's challenging for me and it's good. So uh, if we to rank these guys, it's therapist one. Gonorrhea, Spin Instructor 2, and then Boring Guy 3? I think Spin Instructor is 1. <gasps> oh, really? A, yeah, but he might be a little bit nuts. I think Spin Instructor should date therapists for a few months and yeah. then get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, update, this isn't my second story, but updates is, um, I think Aiden and I have been, uh, I think, upgraded to break, not break up. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did write him a text message. Here's another update. Oh, you know what? Do we have any update music? Here we go. From the mountain. Uh, we have an update here from um, boyfriend of the show, Aiden Deem. I had written him when Carlo got here, you know, saying like, hey, I'm thinking about you, blah, 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 blah. I do miss it. I, I do miss it. I do kind of like this guy, right? And he said, this is what he wrote. Oh, you know what? He got mad at me for sharing things. Here's what I'll say. I'll summarize it. I won't read it. He wrote something very nice. Very, very nice. And uh, he thinks that we should continue not talking until... I told him, hey, this before. I don't think we should talk until, like... um, Because after the new year, I'm doing a cleanse for three weeks. Yeah. So I said, maybe we should talk after the... Around Martin Luther King Day when I'm done with this cleanse. And he said, I will text you in the new year. And he goes, uh, and he basically said that, I'll quote this part, I'm excited to see what the healing from this break will do with our relationship. So I think we're on a break. Cool. Why do you have no thoughts on this? I don't know. 
I, d- I don't just don't have strong feelings. I don't, I don't know. Here's the problem, my Glosset, is I love this kid. I know. I don't want it to be so, but I actually do miss him so much. And I love him. And we're going to get married and have lots of babies, okay? okay? I know it's not the healthiest thing. I know. I don't know what to do about it. It just feels like uh, I don't know that it feels it's not as fulfilling as what I think you could get, but I mean, if you're happy with it, you're happy with it. I don't know why I'm... What are my still... choices? Boring Danny? Yeah. Yep. You 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 don't get anything I can see like a, a sock on backwards. And this Danny is so boring. He, I will yeah, say, Yeah, but he's though, real. I, he's, and, like, yeah, there. Yeah, and also I want to fuck the shit out of him. I will tell you that. <laughs> I want to fuck Danny so hard. It's not even funny. Yeah. I didn't tell Carlo this because that's a weird thing we haven't talked. There's so much stuff to unpack with the Carlo shit. But uh, today, because Carlo doesn't have a phone that works here, but he, he he just left today for a couple of days to Sacramento for a wedding. And so we need to be able to communicate when he gets back. How am I going to know when to pick him up, where to pick him up and stuff? So we, we he got a little burner phone at Target. So I said, I'll go get the burner phone. He had to get a wedding card or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, and there was the cutest fucking twink, I swear to Christ, uh, working there. And I was just flirting up a storm, which, by the way, Carla witnessed it a week ago, uh, me flirting with somebody. But didn't you have a story? Didn't I just totally o- ride over your story? What no. were you saying? Nothing. You didn't have a second story? Uh-uh. Oh. So... <laughs> So wait, you bought a you bought him a burn you bought a burner phone for a twink from a twink. I didn't buy Carlo the burner phone. I just bought well, I bought it for him. So Carlo, okay. Yes, I kinda bought a burner phone, and yes, kinda not. So what is he gonna do with a burner phone when it's done? Right? So I bought I, I found out you buy both. I was just gonna have him buy it, right? You buy the phone part and then you buy the plan. I bought the twelve dollar phone. I'm like, well, I'll just have a phone. What's he gonna do with it, right? Yeah, and then he paid for the minutes. Gotcha. Anyway, so there's that part of it. Uh, second part was um, so a week ago we were walking around the Pacific Palisades, and they have an Amazon bookstore there. And I walked a guy, and there's this. Oh my god, so fucking cute. Oh my god, Carl didn't think so at all. Tall, dark Middle Eastern guy with curly hair and glasses, and I was just smitten, right? Mm-hmm. His name was Ethan. Okay. okay. The Persian Jew. Because he tells me later he's a Persian Jew. I'm there for it. Yeah. I was flirting so hard with this guy. Right? And I, in my head, he's like 25, 26. Okay? Oh, no. How old is he? He's 19! He's Joe. 19! What the <laughs> fuck? I was so mad. Carla was like, Joe, how did you not know he was 19? I'm like, I really thought he was like, he looked older. And Carlos like, no, but you could tell by the way he was acting that he was 19. Anyway, I was flirting hard because I'm like, he's like, I finally got to see flirty Joe in person. And I go, it's yeah. It's the Joe show. It really was the Joe show. Um, what's funny is he was telling me how he's a Persian Jew, right? Carlos sitting there. And he's like, oh, I hate. This is what Ethan says. Ethan says, I hate the Persian Jews, right? And I go, oh, why? I go, what's your favorite kind of Jew? And then he goes, um, hmm. He's all, do you have a favorite Jew to me? And I go, maybe I do. I go, don't ask this guy. 
You don't want to hear his answer. And we all laughed at that. Except Carla didn't. Carla wasn't amused. Yeah. Um, but Ethan was amused. I was that's all that's all that matters. Anyway, that's not my second story, Mike Lawson. Another reason I wanted to do catching up today. And I'm trying to find a way to talk about this in a way that is uh 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 you know suits everyone's needs, I guess is the best way to put it, you know. Um is I've been de- I'm going to tell you something. I was very frustrated. In fact, towards the end, before Carlo got here, I knew that I wanted to take some time off. I just needed it creatively. Like, I was burning out. I was just like, I was doing... And so, because I knew Carlo was coming here, I uh, I intentionally, on purpose, that's what intentionally means, (laughs) work double time to make extra shows so that everybody on Patreon could have content while we were gone. Not only that, I had to build content that would go on to the main feed because my manager told me I couldn't take time off. And then, you know, so that's where Ho Ho Uglies came from and we a whole bunch of things. And I have to schedule this and make all this happen before Carlo comes because I know that I know I can't do it when he's here. And And not only that, I'm already burning both ends uh, burning the midnight oil, so to speak, and burning on both ends for creatively. And so I was just really losing steam, and I just needed to not podcast. Even it's been a week or so, and I think that was even good. You know, I just needed just to not podcast for a week. And it's gonna it's gonna continue even today. There'll be more. Uh, I just want to take mostly December off. Cool. So this I just doesn't wanna, count, huh? Yeah, no, this is fine. This is fine. This is easy. I'm talking, I'll be doing a couple few easy things, you know, here and there. Uh, this will make no sense to anybody listening later, but I'm doing something with Lori right after you, you know. And uh, so anyway, so uh, I just want to take some time off. And I didn't want to think about podcasting, okay? Sure, 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 sure. And so I, Carlo gets here, and then I start to... Uh, Wake up every day, every, as, as we all do, <laughs> and I check my phone, and there is just a slew of emails of several people just talking mad shit about me on Patreon. And as we all know, I'm not the least... Wait, how would you say that? I'm a pretty sensitive person, right? Yeah. I have a very thin skin, so to speak. Mm, okay. Or you can you take a joke. I can take I a know. joke. I just, you know, when you attack my creative stuff, and what's funny is earlier today, we're going to get to that. I'm jumping ahead here. I kind of figured out another motive why this person was doing it, but um, there was a, a listener who I had blocked uh, more than a month ago. And the ne- very next day, uh, he just created a new account. Yeah. And not only that, created several accounts that he began to have, and they're called sock puppets in the tech world. And I'd learned about this from something somebody did. Did um, he resubscribe? Like, could he potentially be listening to this then? Is that how that worked? Well, that's, that's why. So anyone, everyone should know, uh, I sent out a post. This is one of the reasons I wanted I go, I wanted to go on Mixer today. I sent out a post, but I learned from Lowry Roggenkamp that she doesn't read anything that's not an audio post. So I wanted to basically make another audio post that people would hear. 
is that today is, for at least the foreseeable future, the last time we go on Mixler. Because he's pretty much made it clear that he will continue to harass me on Mixler. And he will continue. Here's a story that I've never told just because it made no sense to tell it. I accidentally got in a conference call with the CEO of Mixler. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a long story how it happened, but I did. Okay. So I, I had this call with the CEO from Mixler and actually sort of talked about this problem in a different context. But there's essentially nothing I can do on Mixer to stop him from creating accounts. It costs him nothing. And if I block him, all he has to do is make another account with a different email address. All right? Yeah. So that's why I have to... I, I, I don't even know if I can ever come back to Mixer. The only thing I can tell you is he lives in another country in a, in a far different time zone. So if I do it... I guess I can go on Mixer at times I know he's probably asleep. You know, or just continuously block him. But I don't know. Mixer's going to be tough. Um, and that's why I'm encouraging everyone to go over to Discord, where I have far more control, and also our Discord mistress, Humble Pie, can help me with this, where, first of all, you can only get on our Discord channel if you are a Patreon subscriber, okay? And not only that, we can block you and you can't get back in, unless you make another Patreon account, which he has done, but they'll just block him again, okay? Hmm. So, uh, anyway... Um, it's, it's, it's one of these things too, where it's been very, very, cause you know, Carlo, I would talk to Carlo about it and he'd be like, I'm sick of hearing about this, but it was something that was very distressing to me. I finally, I don't know why it didn't occur to me till today. I turned off notifications from Mixler. I'm not from Mixler, from Patreon. So now I won't even know if he's posting things. Yeah. Okay. That's smart. Yeah. I didn't think about it till today. I actually even wrote to Patreon. Oh, well, here's the thing that happened with Patreon. So I write to Patreon. At first, to see, figure out what I wasn't even like going like, I'm going to do a whole big thing here with this, right? I just wrote to them and said, listen, I have this problem. I have a Patreon supporter who I've blocked. And he's created multiple accounts now and where he has conversation. They have, it's Mike Lawson is the fucking freakiest thing to read. It's actually scary. It's scary because uh, they're all having conversations. The reason I know they're all all at the same time. (laughs) It's a weird, Mm -hmm. and it's a weird time. It's like a two in the morning, our time. And so like, like what are the odds they all live in the same time zone? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I happen to know for a fact, two of the three, for a fact are the same person. So, uh, they have conversations with each other. And one of them defends me. That's the best part. So they have these fake conversations, and one of them's like, come on, guys, we're being a little hard on Joe. I'm like, that's you! What are you talking about, right? And it's, I just find it very, very upset, unsettling. And it's it's so funny because, not that anyone's ever, I don't think there's anybody's ever longed to have a stalker or a harasser or anything like that. But it's, it's, it's been very, very emotionally upsetting to me because there's nothing I can do to stop him. So anyway, so I write to Patreon and I say, listen, I have this Patreon supporter who I've, I tell him what I just told you. And I go, is there anything we can do? And it was really just a more like, is there something I, I'm missing, you know? Mm-hmm. And... uh Immediate, almost immediately, which is very unusual for Patreon. Patreon usually takes a few hours. Almost immediately, I get an email from Patreon, and they are like, "We take this very seriously. We need you to start collecting screenshots. We need you to fill out a full report. This is the Trust and Safety Department. We are going to look into this. We take this very, very seriously." At Patreon, I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I've already started the formal process 
uh, to find out a way to stop him. You know, mm-hmm. I also figured out another motive, actually. And I don't know if this is the case. I figured out today when I was driving home. When I blocked him the first time, he would have realized this. And people have asked me this. Is when you block someone on Patreon, okay, they get their money back. Okay. So I started thinking today, is this one of these things where he's like, oh, what I'll do is I will li- uh, 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 take all the content and then have Joe block me and I get my money back. I'm going to listen to the content for free. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I get the content and I get my money back. And every time Joe blocks me, I'll just create another account. Now, look, I do think that this person, I don't want to speculate on the air what I think, but I wouldn't think, put it beyond this person to maybe think like that. Um, I feel like the dude might be a little bit like mentally unstable. Well, like, I don't want to speculate about that. I'm not saying like, that. oh, this person's nuts, but like they're, they're de- probably dealing with some shit. And this is like a weird kind of way that their energy is being yeah. used and yeah. i think you're kind of playing with fire and i think it's best well not playing with fire i think that this dude is a lit match and you are best to kind of keep all flammable liquids well, yeah. away from him. that's why that's why i'm telling you, i've said this so for everyone who doesn't know that if you didn't read the post a go read the post but I am highly – I'm advised do not engage with him. Not in some way you're going to get – you're going to die or something like that. Or you're not – you know. But more like if you – even this right now is dangerous because yeah. he's like we're giving him attention. But I do I do want you guys to know don't engage with this person. Here's the best way because he does make these sock puppet accounts, okay? So the sock puppet – you won't know it's him. I've seen people – I know people who know who he is and they will engage with one of his sock puppet accounts, okay? Mm. Is, I think a couple of them have been very easy to see yeah, through, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would – my rule of thumb is this, is if you read a comment and think, well, if you're pissed off, unsubscribe. Don't engage with that person. Now, it could be a real person, right? But um, but it, it seems to be this guy likes to complain about things, but then you're like, well, well then why are, you paying this, why are you paying Joe money? And in fact, I want to address, believe it or not, some of the things that he said, you know, um, one of the things, you know, are you listening to Ho Ho Uglies? Um, I listened to one live. That's it. Okay. Uh, There is an episode zero. Okay. Where it's very, very depressing because Lori talks about the breakup of her parents. Okay. No, I haven't heard that. Okay. And we promised it on the show. I didn't at the time when we record them. I didn't know when I was going to release it. I just knew I was going to release it. And everyone should know all shows that are coming out are pre-scheduled for the entire month, okay? And if you get a show, except for this one, because I'm going to release it myself, but th- th- everything's already pre-scheduled, okay? I'm not doing anything manually. So Ho Ho Ugly, I don't remember when, it's pre-scheduled to come out later, but simply because I didn't want to taint regular Ho Ho Ugly with a depressing episode. I wanted you to hear like, oh, this is a funny thing. You know, I will tell you guys, episode three might be the funniest one of all of them. It's so funny, episode three. So, um, it's coming, right? He also complains about uh, uh, a show called Breaking Legs that Lori and I have been slowly recording, yeah. um, which is where Lori and I review high school musicals. We've been, do- we've been going to high school musicals. We've been reviewing them. The exclusive tier has heard these shows. But the whole point of them is we're going to release them in the summer. I'm going to take the summer off, but everybody's going to have new content. So, those come out in the summer. 
So, um, so if you see these comments, I mean, the, the, he makes those. Look, I'm not hiding content from anybody, right? That's the point. I don't know why I'm even answering this. But what are your thoughts? Because you know, I was getting people like Lori was like, just ignore him. Which I was trying, I was trying, but then every morning I'd wake up and I would just be really upset in the morning. But what are your thoughts, Lawson? I mean, I agree with Lori in a way, or in every way. Mm-hmm. Like adding oxygen to this fire is only gonna keep it going, and I know that's easier said than done, but that's what he wants. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah, I, I know, like, I know, I know. He's gonna love this. But we don't he, even know that he feel he like truly believes some of the sh- like criticism he has. It's like folks like this just like giving criticism. Do you know what I mean? So whatever critical they can think up, they're gonna say, yeah. Uh, anyway, so everyone should know that what I want you guys to do from now on, by the way, and if you, if you haven't joined Discord yet, and there's another, I'm doing a, do a commercial for Discord, you're missing out. It, an amazing community has been flowering there and it's gotten even bigger and, uh, go to your Patreon app, connect your Discord account. Humble Pie, if you're listening, can you put the email address you want people to, um, contact you at? Uh, she has a special email address. Um... And and if you have trouble connecting your Discord, email Humble Pie. She will help you uh, put get your Discord connected to your Patreon account, and then you can go and Mike and Mike Mike. You you uh, oh here the email address is World's Humblest Pie W O R L D S H U M B L E S T P I E at gmail dot com. Anyway. Um, Mike Lawson's been on there. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I go to the, even when I'm on vacation, I go to this porn decor lounge every morning. And by the way, props to Nami Harder, um, the porn master who pretty much gets Joe off every morning, whether he knows it or not. Um, and there's a, there are channels about TV shows we don't even talk about. People, Lori says some Ink Master channel that she's talking all the time on, right? <laughs> So there's just a lot going on on Discord. Connect your Discord app. If you want to talk about this or other topics as a general one, there's actually one called the Gold Bar Lounge, Mike. I don't know if you know about this. Where you guys can actually physically talk to each other. You guys can all talk. Like it's like a, like a group chat but with voice. And the mm-hmm. Gold Bar Lounge. So uh, there's a lot going on Discord. I encourage everyone to connect your Patreon. And go to dis- You can either do it online on the app web. Or you can get the app on your computer or your phone. There's a million ways. Super easy to use. Everyone do it. I highly encourage you to do it. Anyway, Mike Lawson, what do you got going on next week? Um, well, I'm going to see you on Saturday, which is going to be great. And then this and that, you know. What are you doing coming here? I have two days here uh, where I'm just, basically I have meetings and shit like that. Doing resting and working, and then I'm going to drive to San Francisco, and I'm going to see you, and we're going to go see Peaches Christ and her version of Femlins with drag queens in it. Then we're going to have our meetup, then we're going to see Hamilton, then I'm going to Alcatraz, and we're going to see San Francisco. I think Adam Vaught's going to join up with us. Are you joining up with us on Sunday, too? Maybe. Keep me yeah. in the loop. Yeah, see, I didn't, maybe you don't like this, Carlo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, Monday we drive back, and then Carlo leaves on Tuesday, and then I'm, you know, then I'm back in the world. Then it's Christmas. Um, you know, uh, and so, yeah, then we, you and I will continue catching up. But uh, thank you guys every much. This is our last show for 2019, Mike Lawson. Another year in the books for us. Should old acquaintance be Oh, my God. Forgot. Maybe I shouldn't spill this tea on the show. I thought of the funniest song 
for me Don't and Lori. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. Right? I hope. I mean, I mean, and everyone should know there's a very special surprise coming during the week of Christmas if Lori and I can get it together. It's going to be some good stuff. All right, Mike Lawson. Well, uh, thanks for being here. I will see you soon. When was the last time we were together in person? Was it? Um, I think we met for breakfast one time when you were driving yeah. through. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So everyone, if you want to see Mike and I in person, first time meeting, and this is maybe this is the first official meetup. Once again, Hazel Southern Bar and Kitchen on Market Street in San Francisco. We're gonna be there. We're gonna go there immediately from Femlins. Yeah. So we'll be there, and maybe I'll post on Patreon when we're on our way over there, so people have a better idea. But yeah, if we want to meet Mike Lawson and Joe. Have a beer with us. Oh, and I get some merch. Get some free merch while you're there. Joe's um, treat on the beer, by the way. You know what? You know what? I'll tell you what, Mike Lawson. <laughs> you're being funny. I'll tell you what. After, if you show up, Afterthought Media will buy your first beer. Okay. Deal. I'll be there. <laughs> I start charging Mike for every beer after that. <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh, Joe, I look forward to seeing you. Uh, nice I look catching for- up with you. All right. Go to hell, Mike. Okay, bye. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.